Welcome to It's a Lock, the industry leader in delivering world-class news, views, and analysis related to sports and sports betting. We promise to stuff every episode with square takes, losing streaks, kisses of death, and good old-fashioned degeneracy. I'm your host, Big Bet Brent, and with me, as always, is Mad Money Mike. All right, welcome to It's a Lock Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 15. I'm your host, Big Bet Brent. With me, as always, is Mad Money Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, yo, I am pumped to be here, Big Bet Brent. Absolutely. We had a full weekend NFL Week 11 that just concluded with last night's Monday night stomping of the New York Giants, courtesy the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we're going to get into all that. Mad Money Mike, it is Thanksgiving week. Let me hear it, man. What are you thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful that we've got football in two sleeps. That is what I'm talking about. Gobble is right. Gobble, gobble is right, dude. Oh, man. I got to honestly say, if you're a football fan, Thanksgiving is your holiday. Like, forget Christmas. Like, you know, St. Nick, don't bother. Like, your holiday is Thanksgiving. You get three football games. It doesn't get any better than that. Am I right? Completely agree. They have blessed us with three games on Thanksgiving now. I want to put a little asterisk by that three games because I don't know if you've seen the first game, but like get your nap in early. Like this is the tryptophan of football. It's the Bears and the Lions, which we're not going to talk about too much. What could be more exciting than watching a team get their first win of the season? (laughs) What's what's the the Lions quarterback is like Tim Boyle or something? It's uh, like uh, Andy Dalton maybe playing, but. Well, that's going to be a snooze fest, but hey, that's perfect because you get your nap in, you get all your energy for a delicious turkey dinner, and then you head straight into the Thursday nightcap. I will be going. Bills coming into New Orleans, taking on the Saints. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but Mad Money Mike, the last question I have for you on Thanksgiving is, tell me a little bit about what your perfect Thanksgiving plate of food is. Oh, wow. Wow. Coming (laughs) right out of the gate with the big questions. Yeah, for me, the perfect plate of food is the uh, turkey, dark meat. I'm a dark meat guy. Uh, I'm a classics. I'll just start by saying that. I'm a classics. I want turkey, but I want the dark meat. I want the mashed potatoes. I want it smothered in gravy. I want the corn. I want the green bean casserole. And then over on a side dish is I want my sweet potato casserole. I like to keep my sweets and savories separate. And that's it, man. That is beautiful. I love the play with the side dish. I have to ask, are you a lava boat kind of guy with the mashed potatoes? Like, do you, or do you just like drizzle all over the top? Or do you make that little bucket? I do both. I'm a both. Pow, pow. Bucket drizzle. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's yep. I just gave you a fool's choice, and you solved it correctly. Mad Money Mike, it's going to be a good show. It is going to be a good show. That was a softball, dude. <laughs> Toss me a softball like that. I'm going to knock it out of the park every time. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I'll tell you what. With that, um, I want to say thanks to our loyal listeners that have found us over on the Underdog Podcast Network. Um, This is our first episode coming at you from this new network. We are so excited to be here and uh, can't wait to see what the future holds. But with that, we're going to switch around. And Mad Money Mike, we just we gotta get we gotta rip this bandaid off. We gotta go straight to it. Your lock of the week, 
crazy wild ending to a crazy Sunday. And I'm talking about this past Sunday, week 11, the Steelers in Los Angeles facing off versus the Chargers. Last I saw on BovadaSportsbook.com, the line closed at around Chargers minus five. I'm just going to hand over to you right now to let you trash on the Steelers that crazy finish that they somehow still cover. You may want to trash on the Chargers too. A lot of trash, but what a wild game. This was like a Steelers home game, and I think that may have been the key that we missed in our analysis last week. Yeah, there. That's a great point. There were the stands were absolutely loaded with Steelers fans. Okay, folks, go ahead and get your tinfoil hats out. Okay, no, that's the that's the next sound effect we need is the do 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 because the Chargers were winning this game by seventeen points in the fourth quarter. All right. <laughs> Historically, the Steelers are like O in two hundred and three when losing by 17 points or more in the fourth quarter, guess what they are now? They're 0 and 204, okay? They still lost. (laughs) But these SOBs, they knew that I took the Chargers, okay? I know for a fact the entire Steelers organization, as well as the entire Chargers organization, are listeners of the pod, and they've got it out for me. They think it's funny to tank Mad Money Mike, and they allow the Steelers to come charging back and take a three-point lead in a fourth quarter that featured 41 points scored. All right, 41 points were scored in the fourth quarter alone. They allow the Steelers to charge back, take a three-point lead before answering with a one-play touchdown. The Chargers get the ball on that play. Herbert chucks it down the left sideline for a walk-in touchdown on a blown coverage. And uh, the Steelers couldn't do anything with it after that. So the Chargers win by four, and I had taken them at five. Mad Money Mike, lock of the week, in the toilet, down the crapper once again. Where do I even begin, man? Where do I even begin? I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm hurt that these organizations have it out for me. I uh, I feel for our loyal listeners. You know, another uh, another lock of the frail, man. What can you say? Where are you at on this one, Big Bet Brent? Well, I mean, the... Like I said, this was a Steelers home game, and when you get into – now, how are you going to talk about defense when there were like 300 points scored total in this game? But like you mentioned, 41 of them came in a wild fourth quarter. But when you're – the impact of a home game to a team where defense means so much is – it cannot be understated. And I think that is what happened here. I mean, in the fourth quarter, there was like – there was I think there was like a block punt. Wasn't there well, like that's what, definitely? Yeah, that's what that's what sparked it. That's what sparked it. I think that the Steelers had kicked a field goal before, so I think the lead was 14 points at that time. And the Chargers are going to punt it away, and they're going to go down. They're going to play defense. Uh, a complete if you with you watch the highlights, it was a complete blown blocking assignment. Guy comes mm-hmm. unblocked right through the line, blocked punt. They didn't return it for a touchdown, but they got it at the you know three yard line or whatever. Steelers end up converting for the touchdown. That was it. I mean, when that happened, the Steelers faithful that were in attendance, you know, fired up. You could feel the momentum draining out of the Chargers. If it wasn't for that blown coverage if it, by the Steelers that allowed the Chargers to get that walking touchdown to then go up by four, I think the Steelers would have hung on to win this game. Like that's how much the Mm. momentum had swung ignited by that blocked punt on that blown blocking assignment. 
Yeah, and then I think the Steelers had the uh, Justin Herbert through interception. I'm pretty sure that happened in the fourth quarter as well during this whole oh, yeah. you know wild series series of serieses. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, that was a fascinating one, too. That was uh, Cam Hayward jumps up to block a pass. They're they're charging downfield to score more points. Cam Hayward jumps up to block a pass, doinks off his helmet, just flies up in the air for the old uh, the old floating duck interception. So that was uh, another wild moment in the fourth quarter. I mean, wild moments uh, abound in this one, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, the Chargers get the win, but not the cover. Good teams win, great teams cover. They outgained the Steelers 533 yards to 300 yards. Justin Herbert looked great out there, 30 for 41, 382 passing yards, three touchdowns. He did have the one pick, but what I want to stress is he had 90 yards rushing, and when you've got a dual-threat quarterback like that, that is pass first, but able to run when necessary, that can really break a defense. And like we talked about, I mean, the Steelers have a good defense. You know, that's what uh, gets them these wins. It's not Big Ben, even though I will say, you know, Big Ben needs to sit out more. He had his best game of the season. He wasn't that accurate. Um, I still don't think he looks great, but he threw for 273 yards, three touchdowns and no picks. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, the Chargers also didn't help themselves. They had 12 penalties for 75 yards. Let's also not forget, we need to give a, a old tip of the cap. Not sure we've done that yet today for Austin Eckler with four total touchdowns. That was a thriller. Mad Money Mike. Quick question. Quick question. Big Bet Brent, I need to know, do I get a gold star for picking a team to win by five and they were up 17 points late in the fourth quarter? Are you going to give it I'll to me? I'll tell you me? what. Do I, get, do I get a gold star at least? Well, we're going to have to throw that over to Bovada. For sure. Maybe they'll give you like half of your bet back. I don't really know. (laughs) But that would be nice because it was a massacre. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It stings. Oh man, I'm ready to make some money on the Chargers and betting against the Steelers for the rest of the season. I'm pretty bitter about it, man. The only thing that can cure this bitterness is moving on. Yeah, and it's not like we're gonna come back to this in the loyal listener email or anything. So, oh, um, <laughs> let's oh. let's let's go back to Sunday to a, a game where Mad Money Mike. I'm gonna give you some credit. You took some money from me, and I'm talking about the Cowboys heading into Kansas City and getting stomped. They got held without a touchdown by the Kansas City Chiefs in that revitalized offense. Mad Money Mike, I'm going to tee you up here. So the final score is 19-9. to So you took 50 bones from me. I saw the line closing on Bovada. I think it was Chiefs minus 2.5. Um, so anyway, the, the, the Chiefs defense looks great. They held the Cowboys without a touchdown. They uh, scored 19 points, which is enough to get it done. Mad Money Mike, it was Chris Jones, was it? You, you like called this. Oh, who, I name-dropped it. Yeah. yeah, tell us. I've, I've got the stats here. I'm sure you've got them over there. I mean, time to toot your horn because God knows, locks of the week, you can't. Yeah, I think that our loyal listeners know that if they listen to the podcast in its entirety and they take a holistic approach to Mad Money Mike's picks, that there's money to be made. The lock of the week is starting to fall into the 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 crevasse of meaninglessness, Okay. Because up and down the board, up and down the board, I'm picking winners. All right. So, yes, the lock of the frail is struggling as as much as any set of picks can struggle. But 
in the entirety from front to back. You listen to the pod. I'm making picks, baby. And this was one of them. I called it. I told you, Chris Jones is a difference maker. And once again, he was. When Chris Jones is healthy and he's playing, he is a, you know, the old classic, uh, you know, J.J. Watt, uh, you know, Vaughn Miller in his day, um, you know, the dude that uh, left the Raiders and went to the Bears, you know, um, Mac. Warren Sapp? Oh, well, Khalil well, Mack. Certainly, yeah, well, I'm saying Mack now, but certainly Warren Sapp back in his day. There are defensive linemen that control the game. It's the reason why mm-hmm. T.J. Watt just got such an unbelievable contract in, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's injured, but anyways – uh, it's the reason why you see these guys getting monster contracts because a defensive lineman that that impacts the game impacts you know this as much as he does uh, you know impacts the entire game. So uh, yes, I name dropped him on the last pod, and sure enough, I told you that's what was going to happen, and it did. They held the Cowboys to nine points, touchdownless. The Dallas Cowboys, who are, are putting up, you know, they they just put up you know however many forty something points you know last week held without a touchdown. Um, if he can stay healthy, the Chiefs defense is going to continue to bail them out. They look absolutely fierce, um, and they're going to need to uh, because the Chiefs struggled in this one offensively. Did you mm-hmm. notice that, Big Bet, Brent? Yeah, well, I noticed that when I looked at Patty Mahomes' stats, 260 yards, uh, which is, for him, you know, a little subpar, but, I mean, that's that's fine. No touchdowns, one pick. Total yards, they had 370. So, I mean, for, for what we're used to from the Chiefs, yeah, they're struggling a little bit. But, um, you know, when you compare just to the landscape that is, you know, versus other, you know, what, what what's a, what's a, what's the litmus test here? I think they're fine. Um, going back to their defense, yeah, just piling it on. Bad Money Mike, you, you, you were talking about Chris Jones. He had three sacks, and he had a tip pass leading to an interception. I mean, if there's not – if if there if the, the, you cannot have more of an impact player than that, so I want to give you props there. Time of possession was even on this game. Penalties were even on this game. Um, the Chiefs, uh, I'm sorry, the Dallas Cowboys just had too many drops, and uh, you know that essentially yeah. was uh, was their downfall. Dak did not look good. 216 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Um, the one question I had for you, Mike, I thought was really interesting was Kansas City's up 19 to nine in the fourth quarter, about four minutes left. They can either take about a 52-yard field goal, but they decide to punt. I thought that was really interesting. And, and when I first saw it, I was like, what are they doing? Like, take the points. Uh, I, was, I want to throw this up to you, Mad Money Mike. you agree with the decision? Well, I think at that point, you know, obviously, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to say I agree with the decision because look how it turned out. But, you know, looking back at it, think about how your defense had played the entire game. You're up by two scores. And I think at that point, there were only, I think it was only like five minutes and 20 seconds left in the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're already up by two scores. Kicking a field goal is is still going to keep it at two scores. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, there's a difference between two scores being a touchdown and a field goal and two scores being two touchdowns. But regardless, it's still two scores. And so when you look back at how your defense has played all game, taking into consideration that you're up by two scores, and where they were in field position, being able to pin them, uh, you know, deep and kind of, you know, play Inside that field five. position. It was game. a hell of a punt. Yeah, exactly. So I think, uh, you know, I, I just don't see how you could possibly, given the way that the entire game had been played, say that it was not the right decision. Yeah, I agree. I, 
to be honest, I just wanted to mention it because it kind of took me by surprise. But now that I think about it more in, you know, in light of all those comments you just made, I completely agree with it. So uh, kudos to, you know, to the big tomato, to Andy Reid for, uh, big for understanding the analytics, <laughs> the analytics part of the game and, and making the right play there. So, yeah, the, the Chiefs back on top, you know, four win streak. Their defense is looking good. And uh, of course, it's it's only a matter of time before uh, you know their offense becomes just as consistent. So, um, yes, let us keep moving. We are heading into my lock of the week, and this is the Bengals coming off a bye, heading into Las Vegas to take on the the stumbling Raiders. Um, checking on Bovada, the line closed pretty close to even. Um, the Bengals were one point favorites, so. Uh, yeah, pretty close to even, but uh, and this game was pretty close to even through most of it until the fourth quarter. Then it was just touchdown, interception, touchdown, turnover, and uh, next thing you know, the the Bengals are up by you know almost twenty points. But Cincinnati was definitely the the better team here. Kind of you know real happy, pat on the back. You know, feels good to get uh, a lock of the week right. Hadn't you know it's it's not, it's not it's not something to take for granted lately but uh nevertheless Joe Mixon rushing for 123 yards and two touchdowns uh Cincinnati just really controlling the time of possession 37 to 23 um Las Vegas you know they've had some front office problems and they did not look good last week either well they've certainly um, had some personnel problems don't forget about that as well Front, when you have a combination of front office and personnel problems, if you don't think that affects locker room morale, if you don't think that affects mojo, you're sorely mistaken, man. Like they're cruising for a bruising. That's not, you don't <laughs> want to be on a three game losing streak with the personnel and front office problems that they've had going on, man. Like it's, um, it's bad. Uh, yeah, make a note to uh, add a toilet flush sound into here because <laughs> <laughs> that's where the Raiders are headed, my man. <laughs> yeah, and it showed too. They were one for seven on third down. They had seven penalties for seventy-seven yards, and Cincinnati just took advantage, you know. So, um, you know, kudos to uh, to the Bengals for getting it done. Um, you know, taking advantage uh, of the bye week, really having a good game plan and uh, and following through with it. A nice bounce back from uh, from the prior week before that. But Mad Money Mike, any thoughts on this game? Well, my only thought is, uh, do you remember why this game didn't go to the tracker? It's because we both took the Bengals, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, if you haven't noticed yet, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to take every opportunity that I have to 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 work in little horn toots. I'm gonna have to toot my own horn a couple of times here because when you're stuck in a lock of the frail rut like I am, you gotta you gotta make sure that everybody remembers all of the picks that you made. We were both on the Bengals. And I gotta tell you, man, I'm gonna continue to do so. There's money to be made on the Bengals. We're gonna talk about them. They they look sharp, you know, and uh, and there's certainly going to be money to be made on whoever's playing against the Raiders. Amen, brother. Love that. I, I like that the tactic. You can always look for teams that are doing well and bet with them, or teams that are on a slide and bet against them. So let's you keep know our eye out on the Raiders in weeks ahead. All right, I tell you what, we're about to go back in time to 2015 because Cam Newton is back. Whoa. Yes, I'm talking about the Washington football team in Carolina upsetting the Panthers 27 to 21. But this was a ball game, and oh, Cam yeah. is back. He had 189 rush yards, two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. He looked good. He looked good. Dude, he, say he those rushing everything. yards again. Say those rushing yards again. 
Well, I know he had 189 passing yards. I'm sorry, did I say rush yards? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't write down that many rush yards. <laughs> I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. I wasn't. I didn't have it up in front of me, and I was just like, I was about to, oh, we were going to have to tweet it or something. Okay, all right, so 180 passes. But regardless, though, he, he, still, he still accounted for three touchdowns, and like you said, it was a ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, on the other side, Heineke looked good too. 206 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks. This was 21-21 in the fourth quarter is anybody's game. Hey, and uh, right. if we could, if we could, Big Bet Brent, quickly before we move on, um, I know there were some uh, there were some mentions of of Riverboat Ron and definitely not betting against him. And somebody definitely took the Washington football team last week in our pick seven. I made it a pick seven. It was a pick six. Do you remember who it was that took the Washington football team last week? I circled him, so it must have been you. You got it. You got it. Mad Money Mike's in the house again. I took the Washington football team. Don't forget it, folks. Uh, that's it. That's all I got on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, so we're uh, you know we're on the Underdog Podcast Network, so we're gonna start having some like advertisements. And uh, Mad Money Mike, I didn't know you were gonna start advertising yourself. I got to, brother. I got to. Believe me. If I don't start advertising myself, man, I uh, I'm gonna have some serious uh, explaining to do, man. Uh, the, the the lock of the the lock of the frail has put me in a in a tough spot, man. So there's gonna be lots of Mad Money Mike advertising coming to you, brought to you by Mad Money Mike. NFC East Cowboys coming off that. Bad loss with the surprising lack of offense to the Chiefs. Meanwhile, the Eagles looking really good, putting forty up versus the Saints, who we just you know lauded their defense. Cowboys seven and three, Eagles five and six. Mad Money Mike, could the Eagles be a sprinkle for a surprise NFC East division title? Well, they could be. They could be. You know, I'll put it. Uh, I'll put it that way. They could be. Um, what odds would you need for that? I got the odds right here on Bovada. What do you think they are for the Eagles? Um, I'm going to go plus 260. You would take them at like anything better than plus 260? I mean, I'd, I, it might be worth a sprinkle. I'd have to, I'd have to ponder it a little bit more because I think, <laughs> I think the Cowboys are the real deal. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I just I, I would have I would have a very hard time, uh, you know, betting against the Cowboys. Now, I will say this. Mike McCarthy is a coach that I do not have faith in. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Mike McCarthy was the, the coach of the Green Bay Packers. You know, you you are given the gift of Aaron Rodgers. Like, how do you mess that up? You know, a guy who can be somehow land the job as a Green Bay Packers head coach and and fumble it away, you know, having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, I think that that speaks to his ineptitude. I've never had faith in him. I think that the Cowboys are riding the talents Mm -hmm. of their players and that Mm -hmm. their coach is actually a liability. So anytime your coach is a liability, I don't have that same level of faith that I would otherwise when you have that much talent amongst your players. Uh, but with that being said, I think the talent amongst their players is exceptional. And for that reason, I would have a very tough time betting against them. Although the Eagles, I will say, look like the real deal. And we could definitely have a neck and neck down to the last game of the season to determine the division winner. Uh, so 
What? Oh, by the way, what are the odds? The Eagles are plus seven fifty to win the division. Mad Money Mike, that's got to be worth a sprinkle. Whoa, plus seven fifty. Hold on a second. That You're just giving right. it away. I think I think Bovada's going out of business or something. Wow, that's uh, those are exceptional odds, man. I I, I got to be honest with you, man. Like Bovada does have the best odds, and uh, and it doesn't surprise me. But that uh, that that's got to be worth a sprinkle. That's that is definitely. That is definitely interesting, man. That's um, you know that's a lot of faith in the Cowboys, but they, you do have you have to think of it. They have a two game lead. You know they've got the, they've got a seven in the win column, and the Eagles only have a five in the win column. And we're we're talking about only six game left in the season. You know it gets tough to overcome uh, the farther we get along. So I suppose I'm now that I'm thinking support. about it, that makes sense. I, I don't know why I said plus two sixty. That's slightly embarrassing. I, I wasn't necessarily <laughs> thinking about that that two game lead with uh, the amount of games that we have left to go. I was just thinking about how well the Eagles are playing and, uh, and not necessarily doing the math. So um, pretty, pretty fascinating, man, but the Cowboys are the real deal. I think as good as the odds are, I would only give that the, the slightest of sprinkles just for fun and not uh, certainly okay. not bet the farm. So like a single sprinkle, not like the amount of sprinkles on a cupcake, just Bingo. one sprinkle. Exactly. Okay. I was thinking maybe they're in like the holiday spirit or maybe it is an actual error and we should like email support. So uh, not pin. worthy of a handwritten letter, but you know, maybe, okay. maybe, uh, maybe fire something off, you know, just all right, you know, we'll I mean, type it up. Yep. They are a sports book. You know what I mean? Right. We don't want to get yeah, yeah. punch it out on the old keyboard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a quick look at the NFL standings through 11 weeks of this NFL season. I do want to talk, pick them. Congratulations to D Gen Joe. For DJ Joe, tip of the yeah. cap, man. Blowing us out in this Yahoo pick him. He had 105 points, over 20 points better than second place. And if that doesn't tell you that anybody's got a chance when you can beat the competition by all of us, beat us, Mad Money Mike, and beat me by even more. Well, I did not do well. Everybody beats everybody beats Mad Money Mike. It's it's uh, pretty brutal. Although I did tie for second place. I did tie for second place this week. It's nice to see uh, – Nice to see the old Mad Money Mike atop the leaderboard, but man, dude, DJ and Joe crush it. Now, I will say the lead wouldn't have been as great if Matt Nagy, the 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 human turd, the walking <laughs> turd Matt Nagy, wouldn't have allowed Baltimore to come back and score with like 20 seconds left in the game. Chicago had that win. I picked that. That would have been a nine-point swing. That would have brought DJ and Joe down to 103, and that would have brought me up to... 91 and that would have put me in solo second place so no matter what even without the chicago embarrassment dj joe gets the win commanding win in the old week 11 tip of the cap my man can't wait to shake that man's hand and uh well hold that because we we're about to go to loyal listener emails oh boy Uh, Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Not to give too much of it away, but I do want to say I want to speak for on behalf of our loyal listeners. I feel like we need to add a cry baby sound effect here. Um for 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 you, Mad Money Mike, because I mean you're always giving out excuses. Oh, this time was the the bear. I mean, Matt Nagy, I mean Mad Money Mike, if you're surprised at the incompetence of Matt Nagy, I mean, you need to watch more football because you're missing it. You and they had you, that you shouldn't they had that be win. missing it. They had that win. There's no other way to say it, they had it. Well, I guess another silver lining for you is uh, we'll talk about it more in the news and notes, but I'm pretty sure Matt Nagy is getting fired after this Thursday's game. It's almost like they know that they're going to lose. <gasps> we need to make sure we bet on the Lions this Thanksgiving. So, okay. I just do want to quick 
quickly toot my own horn. I'm in first place overall. In Let's Pick'em. go. Hey, yo. Cha-ching. But, hey, it's a long season. I'm only up by eight. Um, Car Crazy Chris had a tough week, dropped him out of first. But this is anybody's game. So uh, love playing versus you guys. We're about to get into some loyal listener emails, but please, you know, come at us. It's a lock podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, how you're doing. Um, yeah, all all emails welcome. Um, I do want to talk about Betstamp, Mad Money Mike. This one's personal. This one is a interpod feud. And we each gave ourselves 500 bucks on Betstamp, and there will be blood. Um, $200 oh, yeah. is gonna, up to $200 is going to exchange hands. And Mad Money Mike, you've been hot. Give me an update. How are you doing? I placed a bet uh, this week. I took a live bet. I thought that the the Seattle Seahawks were going to uh, to come back and win that game. I thought at home Russell Wilson, you know, shook off the rust last week, was going to come back firing this week. There's no way they're going to let backup quarterback Colt McCoy come into their house and pull off a win. I took them when they were down. Live bet. I was getting plus action. I dropped a hundred bucks. I think it was like they were plus 170 at the time, and they were only down by a touchdown. Uh, obviously, we all know that bet did not come to fruition. So my bet stamp total is now $100 less than it was last week going into week 11. But I'm still over 1,000. I think I'm at like 1,070-something or something like that. I'm less than 1,100, but I'm over 1,000, and I am still crushing you. And I'm just basically at this point thinking of how I'm going to spend my 200 bucks. Well, oh, I know. Hold- uh, I'll be using it to pay you for uh, your pick'em win. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold your horses there, Mad Money Mike. It's a long season like we just talked about. And uh, let me give you back a little advice that uh, you gave yourself, I guess, a couple weeks ago. And that's check your rearview mirror because oh, I crushed it. I whoa. crushed it this past Tell week. Tell us about it. Tell us about yeah. it. I'm up but- to about – a little bit less than 800 bucks. You know, I'm Whoa. Up, that's total. So I'm up about 300 bucks. You know, I, uh, I really, wait. that just out. happened. To, that that sounds like that just happened in one week. Yeah. I'm, I was down 50 and now I'm up 290. So I had a really good week. Um, I hit a couple nice parlays. Um, you know, we had talked about the Chargers. I had them sprinkled a couple different places. Uh, Washington football team was also a nice money line hit that I had. And then, uh, yeah, just a couple of good favorites that, uh, came through for me and next thing you know you know we got a ball game so oh you hit a four uh you hit a you had a four banger parlay and uh, if the packers had come through med money mike i'd have hit a 60 to one parlay if only the packers had won whoa nelly man i gotta be honest with you man i'm i'm just scrolling through the bet stamp as we're talking right now and uh i'm pretty impressed man that's uh that's a lot of bets that you dropped into uh to hit that big parlay uh, my confidence is waning. My confidence is waning. I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to cruise the finish line here, but, uh, but, but looking yeah. at this performance makes me feel like I need to, uh, you know, I need to puff my feathers up a little bit and, uh, and, you know, make sure that I, uh, make sure that I keep you in your place. Yeah. It's tortoise in the hair, my man. This ain't over. <laughs> Don't take a nap. Don't nap on me. I just read that to Kramer actually funny story. So, um, anyway, don't nap is what I'll say. And, Watch your rearview mirror. All right, we're heading into loyal listener emails. We've got two of them this week, a Thanksgiving Day special, two loyal listener emails. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, 
sometimes it goes on like repeat, <laughs> which is hilarious, but no, not what I wanted. So anyway, all right, let's get to this first one. Dear It's a Lock, I heard you guys are going Hollywood with some big, big, with some fancy big city agent you've signed. I believe I speak for all loyal listeners when I say we have the following concerns and suggestions. Will you guys forget about us when you hit it big? We are frightened and need some reassurance, preferably monetary reassurance. We are digging the sound effects, but request more. We need a solid 30 seconds of zany sound effects after every few sentences. With your big dollar budgets, should we expect new segments, new guests like Goodell and Tom Brady? How long until you buy your own NFL team? What are you going to name them? I want to watch the locksmiths throwing down every Sunday. And then finally, will the locks of the week become more, let's say, reliable? You guys are great. Love the banter. But if I were putting my money on the line, I might have to shy away from your locks of the week. Mostly Mad Money Mikes. Lastly, congratulations. <laughs> Sounds like this could be big for you guys. I hope it works out well for you and us, Car Crazy Chris. So, all right. A lot of questions there. Mad Money Mike, we're going to kind of take them in tandem. First, I want to say, Car Crazy Chris, thank you, of course, for the loyal listener email. Yeah, Don't lump out. me in. Don't lump me in with Mad Money Mike. Don't let his poor locks of the week drag you away from winning cheddar with me, Big Bet Brent. Um, you know, I crushed it last week. I'm going to make it two in a row. So anyway, with that being said, it will going back to your first question, will you guys forget about us when you hit it big? Matt, uh, Car Crazy Chris, here's all I got to say for you. Hey, you said you wanted sound effects. See you later, more listeners. I have forgotten you already. No, of course not. Guys, what did I tell you? We're you know, we're gonna start getting hopefully we're gonna start getting some advertising, some revenue up in here. Once we do that, we're gonna turn that right around, give it right back to the loyal listeners. We 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 need more ways. Like give us some give us some suggestions. You want us to buy an NFL team? Sure, we'll do that. Do you want us to have like giveaways, you know, more money on the uh, pick'em fantasy for next year? Let us know. Mad Money Mike, we're open for suggestions, huh? Like we want to reinvest in the community. Oh yeah. Any other thoughts? Of course, you know, we're always interested in new segments. Um Mad Money Mike is trying to add new segments every week just to try and, you know, throw some fog, throw some smoke up for his locks of the week. So we'll see if any of those stick. But yeah, let there's, us know. Any uh any new segments you oh, want. Oh, there'll be new segments. There'll be new segments. There's there's gonna definitely be one called like Mad Money Mike's uh, you know, total picks all the picks you know i'm not a big you know not a big lock of the week guy i'm not a big uh not a big lock of the week guy as you probably tell (laughs) i think it's important i think it's important to really pay attention to the gun to the head segment get a load of all of mad money mike's picks and you know like anything else don't put all your eggs in one basket you know it's like uh you know they're all locks of the week how else do you say it it's our signature segment. Mad Money Mike, you need to change your tune. <laughs> we need to talk in the green room after this. <laughs> All right. Well, this this is the reason why it's going to be some other kind of segment. We're going to figure this out. Until we figure it out, loyal listeners, make sure you're listening to all of Mad Money Mike's picks. All right. Thanks so much for the email, Car Crazy Can't thank you enough, Chris. Car Crazy Chris. Really appreciate that. Tip of the cap. All right. Let's head to our bonus email of the week. This one coming at you from DJ Joe. He says, hi. Let's go. Hi, Triple M and Triple B. Love the show. Long-time listener, second-time emailer. I wanted to reach out and say that I was inspired by both of you and got my feet wet in the sports betting world. I downloaded calf drinks, loaded up my second mortgage, and went to town. In honor of the show, I threw my money on an It's a Lock parlay. 
I knew full well how risky of a prospect this was with the Triple M leg, but I figured that just like the roulette wheel can't keep hitting red, Triple M can't keep getting those locks wrong. Oh boy, was I given a lesson in probabilities tonight. The only thing that saved me was the sage advice of Triple B in betting in manageable units, and I didn't blow my whole role on the curse that is the Triple M lock. Oh. Seriously, though, love Ooh. the pod. Can't wait to oh. see you on Vegas. D-Gen Joe. Bad money. Mike, shots fired. I mean, this man has a genius idea. It's a lock parlay. That should be easy money. Plus 270 had our bets hit. Mad Money Mike, this one went down to the wire. It definitely gave him some entertainment value, but at the end of the day, he comes up empty-handed. Will you repay this man his money? Will you buy him a beer at least in Vegas? Or I will sure definitely buy him like a beer. beer. Oh, I will okay. definitely buy him a beer. Definitely buy him a beer. Shake his hand, pat on the back, and uh, and remind him to make sure you listen to all of Mad Money Mike's picks. <laughs> Uh, the Chargers were winning by 17 points in the fourth quarter, man. It's just not right. It's just not right. It's just not right. I'm telling you, they've got it out for me, man. They have got it out for me. Uh, there's no way to say it. Effect. I need that crybaby sound effect. Oh, God. Yeah, also, make sure you get the conspiracy sound effect, man. The doo-doo-doo-doo, because something's up here, man. It's just not right. But until then, make sure you listen to all of Mad Money Mike's picks. Well, DJ and Joe, I think that's great that we have inspired you to enter the sports betting world. I'm really proud of you for betting in manageable units because even though I give that advice, I'm not the best at adhering to it. So that's definitely a key to a long time uh, successful and entertaining sports betting career. So um, good luck to you. Stay tuned. We're about to get into our week 12 pick six and our locks of the week. And then maybe your next week, it's a lock parlay can you know, bet with my lock of the week and fade Mad Money Mike's lock of the week. So, um, just a, just an idea there. So, oh, um, pull the dagger out of my back. Thank you. Let's move on to Twitter, guys. If you're not following us on Twitter, you need to at It's a Lock Podcast. Um, some of the tweets that I've been retweeting. Uh, Let Russ Cook is a funny one. You know, we talked about the Seahawks and how they to bed this past week and there's a funny uh twitter image going around there where it's like let russ cook and then you check in it's like cereal with like raw eggs and cheese on it just in, in like hot dogs it's so disgusting so that's uh that's rust uh this past week there for you also mad money mike a couple golf tweets coming at you you know tiger woods is back on the driving range man that swing looks smooth man that swing looks smooth Dude, the GOAT is going to stage the biggest comeback in golf since uh, he just did it a couple years ago. <laughs> he's going to smash his own comeback. I mean, man, there's nothing more exciting than, uh, than seeing Tiger, uh, you know, back on the range. Uh, yeah, great stuff there, man. Yeah, and then also in another golf tweet, you see Colin Morikawa. You know, why can't we all be this lucky? He hits a tee shot on a par three. It's going into the water, hits off the stake that is identifying the yellow hazard, stays in bound, stays in bounds. I'm pretty sure Colin ended up winning that tournament. So talk about uh, using your one time in the right spot, huh, Mad Money Mike? Oh, yeah, man. That's as good as it gets. That's what every golfer, that's just what you need. I mean, better lucky than good every time. And he was certainly better lucky than good then, man. That's, uh, as a fellow golfer, you love to see it. And kudos. Tip of the cap. Amen. Amen. All right. Also, you can take a look at uh, 
uh, a clip from Sunday Night Football, and Najee Harris had a brutal uh, targeting hit from uh, a Chargers defender, but there was a no call, so check that one out. I do hear that uh, Najee, you know, he was only out for a little bit. He cleared concussion pro concussion protocol and returned to the game. But nevertheless, I mean, the referees are out there calling, you know, pointing at someone as a taunting call. But then on the other side, they're missing, you know, like actually dangerous plays um, that should be penalized and probably fine. So um, check that out on Twitter. Last one. You want to talk about good luck, man, Money Mike. Did you see that, you know, we talked about uh, you were poo-pooing on the Bears for letting the Ravens come back and win. But there was a fortunate better out there turned fifty dollars into one point one three million dollars want to give a shout out to jaywork 902 for giving us a heads up on this tweet um a 15 leg parlay all over the map so random betting on boxing betting on golf betting on basketball betting on nfl i'm sure there's korean baseball in there somewhere mad money mike have you seen this oh man i i'm just i'm so floored I just can't even imagine. It's like so funny. You see these things and you think, well, like that can't be real. But like the fact is, is that like it is. I mean, it's just like absolutely amazing. I mean, that's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm speechless, man. I'm, I'm speechless. Like I don't even know how to even process that, man. Like you, you, you pick all these bets. You pick 15 different bets. You drop 50 bucks on it and then you're a millionaire. Like, like wrap, you know, like roll that one around in your noggin for a minute. Like what do you even, what do you even say to that? It just makes me think how many of those must be placed every week and how many of those must miss. I mean, oh, yeah, it's like lottery, it's it's a lottery yeah. ticket. It's you know, it's one in one in millions. Yeah. Obviously, do it's not recommend it, but it makes for a hell of a story. Oh, All right, yeah. let's get on to uh, I want to give some injuries and, and some news of note, you know, as we as we look ahead into this week 12 pick six. Um, Justin Fields went out last week, he's questionable with a rib injury, so I think it's likely that Andy Dalton will start in the poop fest that is the early Thanksgiving day game versus the lions. Um, looking at the Dallas Cowboys, they're dealing with some injuries. CD lamb is questionable. He's in concussion protocol. Amari Cooper is out still with COVID-19. You know, Dallas is playing on a short week as well. They're also playing Thursday. Um, the thanks, the second Thanksgiving day game, uh, Zeke Elliott is likely in with a knee injury. He'll be playing. Um, and then moving on to the night game, it's not looking good for Alvin Kamara. It seems likely he missed practice two days in a row. He probably will not go uh, this uh, Thanksgiving day night, this Thanksgiving night versus the Bills. Um, mm, that's a problem. Talking about the uh, – we've, we've got a real big matchup this Sunday, the Rams versus the Packers. Uh, Packers have quite a lot of injuries. Their O-line, they have some serious issues there. They lost, uh, I think it was a center or a guard, a real, real stellar player. Um, also they have some other injuries as well. So that's going to be uh, something worth watching. Um, of course, Aaron Jones is still out. Aaron Rodgers is dealing with turf toe. Um, he's still going to be playing, but I hear, I've heard, I've never had turf toe, but man, I've heard that that hurts. So definitely something to, something to keep in mind as you're considering the seemingly low line, you know, Packers at home, um, only being one point favorites there. Um, like I mentioned before, I heard Matt Nagy is going to be fired as soon as Thanksgiving Day game is over. Um, meanwhile, speaking of coaches already fired, the New York Giants fired Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator from the Giants today. So, mm-hmm. Matt, Mike, thoughts on those? Yeah, it's tough, man. It, it is a, it's a tough time of year. It's a tough time of year. And anytime you're betting, make sure you do your research and you think about these injuries because – Alvin Kamara being out for the Saints is a uh, is an absolute monster. That is a game changer. Uh, it's interesting that uh, that that line, you know, Bovada has that line at only six. Uh, 
And, you know, with the Bills on the road against a pretty good Saints defense, um, you know, it gets, it gets a lot tastier, you know, for Bills betters with Kamara out. And, of course, like you said, you know, monster game, Packers-Rams. Uh, and, you know, with those Packers injuries, you know, it gets super tough. And, you know, these are things you really got to take into consideration. It's, it's late in the season. We're getting late in the season. Guys are getting banged up. They're all having to play through it. Make sure you do your research. And uh, there's not much else to uh, to say about that, you know. Just uh, hang on for the ride and uh, make sure you're ready to pull the trigger on some live bets. Amen, brother. As we get late into the season, we need to pay attention to coaching, we need to pay attention to defenses, and we need to pay attention to depth. So with that in mind, let's start off with the Thursday night game, which I will be attending. The Buffalo Bills are coming to town, 6-4, and four, coming off a loss to the Colts, heading in to take on the New Orleans Saints, 5-5, five and five, but on a three-game slide. Ever since Winston went out, we have been having trouble. Simeon has just not really been doing well. His stats look good, but they were garbage time. He gave up some key interceptions earlier in this past week's loss, and uh, the Saints are reeling. You know, you just talked about how important Kamara is with him being out. Um, you know, Mark Ingram is is serviceable. He's a great he's a great running back, but he's not Alvin Kamara. So, with that being said, this line opened, I believe, around plus four, but it's moved up all the way up to Saints plus six at home on a short week. Mad Money Mike, you know, I, I've been telling you, I'm not a huge Saints fan, but six points is a lot of points at home on a short week. Uh, versus Bills team that is really you know kind of struggling right now, um, so I like the Saints here. But let's let's switch to you know to gun to the head uh, style here. What what are your thoughts? Uh, you like the Saints with me, or are you you gonna you gonna trust in the Bills to uh, to kind of reconvene, circle the wagons, and get things straight this week? Yeah, I mean obviously this is a gun to the head situation. I got to take the Bills minus six. I, I think that they rebound. I think it's a team with a lot of pride, and. And I think that they do have a lot of offensive firepower despite the lack of a cohesive running game. And I do think they have a defense that's capable of stepping up. I think that the Saints defense, you know, certainly steps up. I'll tell you what I like. I like the under in this game a lot more than I like Buffalo minus six. But regardless, gun to the head, give me Bills minus six. You want to take that to the tracker? 50 bucks. Uh, you got any feeling on over under? <laughs> I'd much rather take the under to the tracker, but uh, but yeah, for the sake of uh, for the sake of getting one in the tracker right out of the gate, uh, go ahead, man. Fifty bucks, I'll take Bills minus six. All right, and if you want action, I'll give it to you. I'll take the over if you want the under. Well, you want to go twenty five each on it, then? I want to go fifty each on them. Twenty five each, it is. <laughs> Oh, it's a tough game, man. man. This is going to be a close game. I, I don't feel comfortable with a lot of stuff. This is uh, this is true gun to the head material. I don't feel comfortable taking any bets in this game. I'm certainly going to love to live bet it because it's going to be the night game on uh, Thanksgiving. I'm going to be all hopped up on turkey and red wine. I'm going to be pulling the trigger <laughs> left and right. So live betting is going to be awesome. But going into it, man, a lot of question marks on both sides of the ball. Don't feel comfortable at all. Uh, it's going to be exciting regardless. So, Dear loyal listeners, let me tell you what somebody who's hopped up on turkey and red wine sounds like. You ready for this? <laughs> Come on, man. Not when the Bills are going to the New Orleans. Not when BBB's in the house, man. The Triple B's going to be in the house. Hey, I'm going to be looking for, I'm gonna be looking for you. You're going to be wearing uh, the uh, It's a Lock shirt. You're going to be wearing Absolutely. your Saints jersey. All right, I'll man. I'll be definitely wearing an It's a Lock podcast shirt. Um, yeah, especially a first-time father. Uh, definitely be sawing logs. Anyway, all right, let's move on. 
we're heading into the Sunday slate. The 5-4-1 Steelers coming off that brutal loss to the Chargers where they should have got blown out. Heading into Cincinnati, taking, the, taking on the Bengals, coming off that nice win over the Raiders. The Bengals are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under is 45-and-a-half. Mad Money Mike, we're doing gun-to-the-head style picks here. Give me the Bengals. Are you riding with me, or are you taking the Steelers? Did you learn your lesson? Oh, scoot over and make room on the seat, man. I'm riding <laughs> with you all day, dude. Bengals, minus four-and-a-half at home. A Steelers team that nobody should have any faith in with a Bengals team that has, you know, big wins. They're going to be playing. This is going to be, there's going to be chippiness. Look for some on-field scuffles. This is an inter-division game with an established rivalry with a lot on the line. A line two, you know, middling teams, a five and four and a six and four team, uh, you know, both two and two in the division. There's going to be a lot of emotions on the field. And anytime you're playing in a game with those type of emotions, uh, you know, I have to give the edge to talent. And in this case, the Bengals, uh, you know, definitely win that battle. Bengals, four and a half, take it to the books. The only thing that would concern me is if Big Ben did not practice all week. Because apparently that's the only time he plays well. But the fact that the Bengals are at home, I'm comfortable giving that four and a half. I think the line opened at like three and a half. So I kind of wish we would have caught it earlier then. But nevertheless, I'm taking the Bengals minus four and a half. Let's move on. We are headed to the Titans coming off a loss, a real bad loss versus the Texans. Heading into New England to take on the Patriots on a five-game win streak. Patriots are six and a half point favorites. That's a big number, Mad Money Mike. Now, we talked about the, the Titans and their woes, you know, without Derrick Henry. We've uh, been piling on the praise for the Pats. Are you willing to lay the six and a half to take the Pats? Gun to the head. Man, this is a tough one. Gun to the head. Give me the Pats minus six and a half. I, I just, there's no possible way I'm going to bet against them at home with a defense playing the way that they are with Tannehill, you know, you know, coming off of a four interception game, knowing that he doesn't have Derrick Henry to lean on, knowing that he's going up against that Bill Belichick defense. I don't see a situation where he just somehow turns it around and and has some kind of lights out game that's going to allow him to overcome that Patriots defense. <laughs> so gun to the head. Uh, you got to give me the path, despite that being, like you said, a pretty big number given a rookie quarterback. There's no possible way I'm betting against them in this circumstance. Give me the path, six and a half. That first, you know, sound effect was because we're doing gun to the head, you know, style picks here. But the rest <laughs> of those were just like the sound effects of you, like putting bullets into the Titans. They like <laughs> stumble backwards, like into the grave you dug them. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something though, Mad Money Mike. This game, my spidey sense is tingling. I mm-hmm. wouldn't bet too much on it. This feels like an anti-bet for the Titans. So I'm just going to mark it here, and then we'll come back and, and remember and, uh, I guess, talk about it to see if, hey, this was an anti-bet spot. There. All right, but we need to know. We need to know. This is gun to the head. What is Big Bet Brent taking? I'm going to take the anti-bet for the Titans. You want to take wow. it to the tracker? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Put it in the, ta- put it in the tracker. All right, this is a test of the anti-bet. I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is for a full 50 bones. Loyal listeners, Triple pay attention. Little things the like this. Titans on the road in New England coming off the four interception game. Ooh, doggy. Okay, love it. What's up next? Do you want to just do a quick bonus pick for the very first game of Thanksgiving, that morning game when you're cracking that beer before you've got food in you, the empty stomach buzz game? <laughs> 
Do the Lions get their first win of the year as a bonus pick? Big Bet Brent, what do you say? Absolutely. I heard I heard nice. rumors Matt Nagy is going to get fired, and in my mind, that's all I needed. Lions get their first win, and I am looking on Bovada now. They are plus 140 on the money line. Mad Money Mike, I will be yes. taking that. I know Bovada a friend. Plus 140. I love that, man. Absolutely. Uh, we are certainly not going to be taking this one to the tracker, man. We'll be uh, fist bumping uh, each other after this game. Plus 140 is so juicy. Lions to get the first win on Thanksgiving. Uh, Boyle, you know, Boyle McBoyle or whatever this dude's name is, is going to come out as a Thanksgiving hero and send Matt Nagy packing, man. Love it. Love it. All right. Hey, let us get back on track and by that i mean let's head to our locks of the week okay. i'll tell you what i'll bet you the next three people i ask two of them will say that it looks like sugar right how much hundred dollars two hundred dollars thousand <laughs> hey wait a second what are you doing you're not betting you know he's not supposed to bet come on jerry it's a lock kramer you've had this thing under control for almost three years now don't start again but it's a lock no all right. It's Man, a lock, Jerry. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start us off. I'm 5-6 and six on the year, coming off a nice win last week with the Bengals over the Raiders. And, guys, I'm riding with the Bengals again. I've been trashing the Steelers, and now the Bengals are playing the Steelers in Cincinnati. Bengals, four-and-a-half-point favorites. They're going to cover that. It's not going to be a home game for the Steelers. The, the Cincinnati Bengals and their fans are going to come out in full force. Give me the Bengals. Definitely going to cover the spread. This is a lock. Love it. Love it. Yeah, the cha-ching. Uh, I guess uh, missed the uh, missed the cha-ching button on that one. I, uh, I, 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 oh, no, it's the cash register. That, that's what it is. <laughs> there it is. Sorry, guys. It's getting late. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right. Mad Money Mike's Lock of the Frail comes to you. From none other than an NFC East showdown between the Eagles and the Giants. The Eagles go on the road and continue their ascent. They continue to put pressure on the Cowboys. They go on the road and they beat the hapless Giants by four points or more. Eagles minus three and a half. Give it to me, baby, because it's a lock. Love it. Now I have to state for the record, Mad Money Mike, you're on a six-game slide in your locks of the week, and you're two and nine for the season. Um, and with that, that's interesting. You chose that as your lock of the week. I love that pick, by the way, um, because Cheeto's anti-bet. She's four and seven on the season. Um, she missed the last pick. She took the Raiders against my advice, but she is taking the Giants plus four at home versus the Eagles. So only that's one. Tough. Uh, Two go in, one come out, Mad Money Mike. Not sure who's going to make the cut. I like yeah, that's, your bet. Uh, that's, that's tough nuggies, man. That's tough nuggies for Cheeto. You know how much I uh, I love Cheeto. You know how much I love what she brings to the table. I love that anti-bet spice, but uh, I'm going to have to take her on this one, man. The slide mm-hmm. ends this week. It's in, mm-hmm. baby. It's a lock. Love it. All right. Let's do our closeout segment, Diaper Dad Diaries. Mad Money Mike, why don't you start us off? Oh man, where do I even uh, where do I even start on this one? We uh, we're in the thick of it, man. We're in the thick of it. Last, uh, you know, I know on the last pod I talked about uh, the the cross country trip uh, that we made and the uh, the uh, 
you know, the, the, the support that my wife had to get from other passengers on the airplane because, uh, because our daughter was so uh, wild and unruly. I thought the pilot was going to have to make an emergency landing in like Topeka or something, you know, like, uh, <laughs> didn't think it was gonna let it go on. So now here we are on the East coast in, uh, in grandpa's house. And, um, Man, it's uh, it's it's been tough going, but uh, but the diaper dad uh, diary this week will go with uh, with a situation that has developed with the stroller and how that relates to her desire to walk everywhere. She's only been walking now for like less than a month, like twenty something days. She went from crawling to exclusively walking within like nine days. I mean, this girl has taken to it like it's her favorite thing ever. Uh, she's going to be like a professional long distance walker or something in like a future <laughs> life. So uh, she only wants to walk so much so that we can no longer put her in the stroller. She only wants to walk. If you try to put her in the stroller, she has an absolute five alarm, blue face, purple lips, going to pass out from screaming so hard meltdown. And do you have any idea how difficult that makes life? Like, what are you supposed to do with a baby that will not go in the stroller? Like, what are we going to do when we go to the airport to leave? And we like, have to put her in a stroller. And she's no, uh, you know, she's no, she's no like, uh, you know, seven pound, whatever ounce infant anymore. I mean, this girl's got some weight to her, man. So like now having to like, well, the other thing she'll let you do is like, she will let you carry her. So it's either like carry her and like, you know, get numb arms or like <laughs> let her walk. We like, we went to a, we went to a, a farmer's market and she wouldn't like be in the stroller. She like had to walk. So here I am, you know, like hunched, like way over, you know, like trying to like hold on to her. So she's like, you know, stumble and trip on something like fall face first in the pavement. So I'm having to like chaperone her around and we're in a farmer's market, like a busy New Jersey farmer's market. And people, Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, excuse us. You know? And it's just like, she, cause she'll only walk. And, uh, and she was like throwing absolute fit. If we won't, let her walk so the walking thing quickly went from like absolutely cute adorable to uh, a bit of a nightmare um in in a hilarious way if you're someone else i guess but for us a nightmare <laughs> so i don't even know what to do with this man it's uh it's like it, that's the diaper dad diary of the week but um but it's it's an ongoing diaper dad diary and it's it's one i haven't figured out yet man so uh there you have it do y'all have the uh, like this kangaroo pouch where you can like strap her to you and like you'll be hands free and does does she still take that? Yeah, yeah. There, there is there is some luck with that, and that's uh, that's going to have to be probably like you know when we go back to the airport and we try to you know make those moves. It's probably going to have to be our go to given the situation that we're in. So yeah, we've still got some options, man. But the stroller is uh, the stroller's key, man. The stroller's uh, stroller's what everyone needs. So hopefully it's just a phase. But uh, it's a brutal phase. It's brutal. We're in the Amen thick of to it. that, brother. Yeah, and yep. uh, I can only imagine the, the the visual image I get when with you hunched over, like aging quickly, trying to just maneuver through a busy farmers market. That uh, I feel bad for you, man. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel bad for your back. I, I appreciate back. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a chiropractor so I get back to Portland. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, man. When are y'all flying back? Just so I can, uh, you know, throw up some prayers for you. Uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday, December 4th, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers, dude. Much needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tons of time to, to get a, to get a big line for, uh, for the big man upstairs to read. All right. Over here, diaper dad diaries. All of a sudden Kramer is infatuated with the mail. I, I think the concept is just like 
blowing his mind, but he like is beginning to grasp it. Just the idea that that little mailbox out there has stuff in it and we go and get it. And then at any point, like at some point what I don't understand, you know, me Kramer, I don't understand, but there'll be more stuff in there. So now like the other day I went out, like we just checked the mail, you know, when the nanny leaves like, Hey, go time to check the mail. And so now he's starting to understand it. And now just all hours of the day, like hundreds of times, mail, 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 mail. So, so first it's like, okay, yeah, this is fun. This is cute. We go out and like, we open it up. I know there's nothing there. Like we just got the mail like 10 seconds ago. It's like, oh man, there's no mail. Where's the mailman? Like I'm looking around, cameras looking around, like mail, 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 mail. So like, we go back inside and then, and now it's eventually like, what have I done? Like, now is all hours of the day. It's like Kramer. He's not coming till tomorrow. Like there'll be more mail tomorrow. But trust me, there's no mail. But like he doesn't understand what I'm saying. He doesn't understand tomorrow. All he understands is mailman and mail. And like I want to go outside right now. And so dealing with that is Ugh. tough. But I feel like it's it's really cool that he's getting some of these concepts. And soon we'll understand the words like tomorrow and like patience and wait. But for now, it's just kind of funny to be dealing with like my son who is totally infatuated with mail, which like you never get anything good in the mail. And like in 10 years, I'm sure mail will be obsolete as like, you know, Internet and email becomes more real. So I don't know what he's going to do, Mad Money Mike. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely in for a letdown, man. Hopefully he's into drones. <laughs> drone, drone. But, oh, oh, that's man. great, man. Yeah, right, that's so that- uh that's, yeah. uh, that's the nature of the beast, man. They've got wants, you know, they've got, they've got hardcore desires that have to be met. Finding I have this never out quickly. seen, I have never seen anybody so excited to see like the stupid weekly flyer, you know, that's like, Hey, $10 off. Your, dude, <laughs> yeah. dude, your son, your son is keeping the junk mail industry alive now, man. Did I mention that he knows how to throw junk mail in the trash? Nice. Like, we'll bring the mail in the house. We'll sit down on the couch. I'll give him all the junk mail while I open all like mail that may actually have value. Um, and then I'll be like, all right, Kramer, this is all the junk mail. After I'm done ripping up everything, I'm like, Kramer, can you throw that in the trash? And he'll actually go over to the trash, open it up, put the mail in it, and then close the lid. It's like it's pretty sweet. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Next up is me asking him to get me a beer. So I was say, yeah, this is off. great. Yeah, this is great, man. Get the get start getting the chores in now. Just get them used to it. <laughs> oh man! All right, Mad Money Mike. This episode two, season this episode fifteen of season number two. I'm thinking we'll have to figure this out. I may break it up into two just because we are going way long. Um, super excited yeah. to be on. Yeah, may have, to, may have to hit that edit button. Yeah, may have to may have to dust off that eraser. We'll see. Um, nevertheless, we went over NFL Week Eleven. We went over the standings, the pick'em, the bet staff, loyal listener emails, Twitters at It's a Lock Podcast. Of course, give us a loyal listener email, it's lockpodcast at gmail.com. No apostrophes anywhere. We did our week twelve pick six with a bonus garbage time Thursday game of the Lions and the Bears. Locks of the week, diaper dad diaries. Mad Money Mike, how do you want to close out this special Thanksgiving Day episode <laughs> of It's a Lock? Oh man, just by saying, you know, thank you so much to all of our loyal listeners and, uh, and thank you, Big Bet Brent, man. I can't thank you enough for spending this time with me. I hope you understand uh, how much of a pleasure and honor it is to spend this time with you. 
Everybody be safe out there. Enjoy your family. Remember to be thankful, man. Remember to be thankful. Remember to give your family hugs and, uh, and do what you can, you know, just to be introspective and to be thankful. And, uh, and we can't wait to do it again with you. And as always, Big Bet Brent, it's a pleasure, man. Can't wait to do it again next week, brother. Well said. Huge ditto to you as well, Mad Money Mike. Definitely echo everything you're saying there. Uh, this was uh, an excellent episode. Can't wait to do it again next week. Guys, loyal listeners, that is going to close out Season 2, Episode number 15. It's a lock. Peace. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Mad Money Mike, this is Big Bet Brent saying so long and see you next week.